Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. An Arden Land. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute, folks. I'm Steve Azar reminding us all there's certainly many wonderful things culturally and cool flat out fun to do in mississippi just go to visit mississippi.org to find out more all right today i'm fortunate uh to have one really good man i've just gotten to know him recently at the grant Fuhr charity event and he made his way to the delta with his bride kari he's a former northwestern university defensive back uh and he made his way to the nfl for many years with the san diego chargers then the new york giants like i said he was in our mississippi delta uh, recently, and I didn't get a ton of time with him, but this is what this interview is for. You know me, guys. You know me. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate him coming down to the Delta, helping us raise money for a lot of wonderful causes for the arts for kids. His big bro, the legendary jazz trumpeter, Woody Shaw. So we're going to talk some music as well. I can't wait to understand where all this talent comes from one family and what his folks did. What a special family. So let's get to it in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. One beautiful man in Pete Shaw. What's up, Pete? What's up, Stevie? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You guys, uh, I know the trip to the Delta isn't easy to get to, but I always make the, I always go, you know, that, that road runs two ways. You know, it's not easy to get to San Diego either. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, uh, so I really appreciate you guys making the trip and, uh, and just you guys were such a wonderful addition. It was you and Dwight Hicks and Greg Lloyd, Mark Patterson. We had a Mark, Michael Aruzioni. You guys were all the newbies, and uh, just what a wonderful addition. So I want to thank you now. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming. Well, it was a real pleasure, and I appreciate the invitation. And uh, all the guys had a great time. And Greg told me uh, at the end of the tournament, he said, "I'd do this again, Pete." Uh, well, good. Great time and good people. Yeah, you know, you know, Pete. There's Hotel California, the song. You can check into the Delta Soul anytime you want, but once you're in, you can't leave either. So uh, <laughs> we're in with you. We, we, you guys, we're just really, really blessed to have you. Um, well, thank you. So let's let's dig back because I want to understand what it was like. And did you play music as well? You know, I've got a lot of friends who like you guys are professional musicians and professional athletes from one family. And so take me back to growing up. Where'd you grow up? 
How'd you get to Northwestern University? Obviously, uh, Vanderbilt, Notre Dame, Northwestern, there's, those are schools that you had to bring the books along with the athletic ability. So, so take me back to growing up and what it was like to be around your brother, Woody, and, and did you play music as well? Well, only music I played, Steve, was the flutophone when I was in grade school. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't carry a note from 12 feet, 12 inches, you know. Uh, that's not my, my gig. Wow. But my dad, um, who was a gospel singer back in the, the 30s, Diamond Jubilee Singers, they were actually rated in Variety Magazine, I saw, uh, way back when. Um, wow. They were actually ranked. Um, and he, he's the, 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 the genesis of uh, the music in the family. Uh, my sister played clarinet. She sings in the choir. Um, my, uh, my brother, Woody, obviously, you know, he started playing um, very young, very young. I think he was uh, probably 11 years old, something like that. And, um, I mean, he was the, the, obviously the, the most talented musician in the family. And um, when I was a kid, he'd uh, go in his room, close the door, and practice his trumpet all day. Come out, grab dinner, go back in, pr- close the door, wow. and practice trumpet the rest of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, he was uh, obviously a dedicated uh, artist and dedicated musician and loved, uh, loved jazz. And, uh, you know, so we, we, he wasn't an athlete and I wasn't a musician, um, but... Uh, we had some talent in the family. So you guys grew up in New Jersey. What part? The New Newark we grew, area. We grew, grew up. Yeah, we grew up in Newark, New Jersey. We both grew up in Newark, New Jersey. Woody was born. Uh, Woody was born down in Lawrenburg, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, my parents were very young, and then they came up to New Jersey. Um, but I was born. My brother, and my sister, and I were all born in New Jersey, and we we're all raised in New Jersey. You know, it's interesting because my buddy Richard Berge, his brother plays for. Uh, with Billy Joel, he was in, in Bob Marley and the Whalers, and he's with Billy Joel now. But uh, and they both were really good athletes. Well, well, Richard was a really good athlete, and they lived next door to Joe Walsh. And their dad used to have all these concerts, and they were from New Jersey, so okay. they were from your neck of the woods. It's interesting, you know. We talk about in Mississippi, there's something in the water musically. It's just artistically, it's insane. Uh, who all came from here, and we celebrate that, but. I mean, you guys are probably a mi- miles apart doing the same thing in a different backyard. It's just, it's just really interesting. Musically, like, if looking at Woody, I mean, I know it may have been just something that God had a plan, but, but do you think growing up there where he did, did he start taking up the trumpet in Jersey, or was, you know, how old was he? And do you feel like oh, your yeah. surroundings mattered, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, we're so close to New York City. Um, and there's a lot of influence out of uh, New Jersey. Um, you know, you got people. You got people like uh, Dion Warwick is from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's a lot of people, and I'm I'm pulling a blank, but um, it's a music capital. You know, um, yeah. it's just um, watch with musicians. Right. Um, and I, I can't believe I'm, I'm drawing this. Well, you got Springsteen, for. Bon Jovi, as far as yeah, right, rock guys. Exactly. But, 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 but come on, there's been plenty of incredible singers, songwriters, and artists come from New Jersey. And like you said, the influence in New York right there, uh, there was a lot going on. But, like, for him, I want to stay on him for a second. I mean, like, was he, how old was he when he started to gig? Do you remember him sneaking out the house? Was your, were your folks okay with him going to play? I mean, he, he's, oh, yeah. he's one he of the greats. underage. Yeah, he was underage. He was playing uh, as a teenager in clubs. 
at night. Right. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, yeah, my parents allowed it um, because he wanted it. I mean, it was his passion. Yeah. And I don't remember him sneaking out because I was too young, but um, I know that's what he did. And he, I, I recall him saying that uh, he was underage when he was playing his, playing his gigs, you know, in uh, local, local uh, establishments. Um, then when uh, at 16, he left school. I mean, he was going to go to Juilliard. Wow. And he left school to go to, uh, to Paris. Play wow. with Eric Dolphy. Oh, my God. Yeah, at 16 right. years old. He, um, he left school, went to Paris by himself to meet Eric Dolphy. And Eric Dolphy, unfortunately, passed, but Woody stayed. Stayed in Paris and, you know, stayed there from, for several years and had uh, tremendous success there. So he came back speaking French and German and a couple other languages. Well, um, it's a totally different education, but it doesn't mean that you're not out there getting your doctorate or your, it's a master class in what he was doing. Were your folks, um, you know, yours was so education based and yours was big time education. I mean, it was, it's, you know, it's difficult to get into those schools. So, right. an athlete, being an athlete or not, it it's actually a double head, you know, a double edged sword. Sword there, you have to be both great at both. So, what was it like for them? I mean, were they like, we get it and we are all in with that, or was there any sort of like uh, them going like, wait a minute, what are you doing, Woody? No, no, they were. Um, he was uh, a strong willed person. <laughs> Put it lightly. Um, he was dedicated. Um, they understood the value of an education, but neither of them graduated from high school. Um, so it wasn't until uh, well, my sister came along, but she got married early. She was a really good student, and it wasn't until I came along that I was the first one to graduate from college for my family. Wow. Um, and always knew the value of an education. My mother was always tell me uh, when I was a kid, um, Pete, get your education. I don't want you to have to work like mom and dad do. You know, because they were not educated people and they were laborers. Yeah. So yeah, I left the, the breakfast table every morning with that in mind, you know, get your education, get your education. And then when I was about uh, 12 years old, I had a teacher that said, Pete, you know, you're a pretty good athlete and you're a good student. You know that colleges will pay you to um, uh, play football with them. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I had no idea about college scholarships until I was 12 years old. Wow. And that became my goal from that point on. I was going to win a, uh, a college scholarship, um, you know, because I had to get good grades, and I was a good athlete as well. I told my mother that one day when we were sitting at the breakfast table. I said, Mom, guess what? I'm going to win a scholarship for football, uh, college for football. I said, that's nice, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, I love it. You could be a little bit more excited, Mom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she was going, okay, well, let's go get it done, you know, in her mind. Yeah. But that was nice. I love it. Well, I want to keep digging into what your folks did as well. We're going to take a break with the fabulous Pete Shaw. Love it. Love. I'm looking forward to talking about football and his journey to the NFL and then, you know, what he's doing now. Here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, as always, I'm Steve Azar. Don't go nowhere. Go to visitmississippi.org if you're going to go somewhere. I'll be right back. News happens.
happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News on air and online. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back and better than ever. This Friday through Sunday at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Featuring appearances from the Swamp People, David Ellis from Yacht Yacht, Son of the South, Josh Carney, The Big Buck Contest, Jason Reynolds, High Flying Retrievers, Casting for Kids with Brad Case, The Youth Archery Range, Seminars and Demonstrations on Game Prep, Fishing, and more. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back this weekend, indoors and outdoors, at the Refuge Conference Center in Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun-related have you saying, how do I get one? Well, Security Joe of Discount Gun Safe says, I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes, arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available, but Discount Gun Safe has 12, 24, up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery. With prices starting at just $6.99, we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again. Visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe at 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in Mississippi or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rocking down a Mississippi Minute, all 61 of them, just go with it. My brother Joe said that. I'm with Pete Shaw, former NFL New York Giants. Uh, Pete, where else did you play? You played for San Diego, right? San Diego Chargers, yeah. That was your first stop, the San Diego Chargers in the NFL? Yeah, that's where I got drafted, in San Diego. It's hard to leave San Diego. Once you live there. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that weather's something. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org, as I always say. Uh, and I'm excited to keep diving in. Okay, Woody. So your folks are 
they're laborers. What did they do? Well, uh, my mother made boxes, and my dad used to tell me he was a wire drawer. I, to this day, I don't know what that was, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was a wire drawer. That's what he told me. Wow. Said, okay, Dad. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Well, and so they go from Carolina, obviously, for work to Jersey, right? And you, you, your right. brother is the old. Was Woody the oldest? He's the oldest. He's the oldest. Okay. So you're born in Jersey, actually. I'm born in Jersey. Okay. All right. So let's get to it. You tell your mom you're at the kitchen table. Rearview mirror me some time between that time because you're 12. Um, what right. position were you playing? Were you the quarterback, the running back, the shortstop, the point guard? Uh, you know, I want to know the whole athletic and then, uh, you know, deal the, the journey. Back when you and I grew up, we had to play all sports, you know. So um, I don't know what it was like for you guys in Jersey. We went to a really small Catholic school here. So what? take me back growing up and then, you know, as Northwestern started calling, get me there. Okay. All right, starting in the beginning, uh, playing sports, I played uh, football, basketball, and baseball. Baseball and football were my favorite. Basketball, I was too short. I, I was too physical, so that got scratched off the list. I used to, when we used to play basketball, uh, they used to call me a hack because I, you know, I was pretty physical. So I said, okay, this is not my sport. But baseball, uh, my buddy and I would play from, like, can't see in the morning to can't see at night. Uh, we'd be out there with a, you know, stick ball. A little uh, box on the wall, um, playing baseball, playing baseball. Then we played Little League baseball. So I played Little League baseball. Then I went to high school, and I was an all-state baseball player. I was a center fielder. Um, football, I started as a sophomore in the football team, as a running back and a defensive back, um, and had, you know, tons of offers. Uh, at Ivy League schools to, you know, Nebraska were national champs when I came out of high school. So I was recruited by Nebraska. I was recruited by uh, Princeton, Dartmouth, Columbia, and Yale, you know, by the, by the same token, and, and Northwestern. And so um, during that journey, um, I decided that I, I wanted a Ivy League education, but I wanted to play big-time football. And Northwestern offered both. Um, I mean, it came down to Northwestern and Nebraska. That's interesting. Uh, interesting. Uh, uh, decision, but uh, you know, it's pretty pretty hard to turn down the national champs. It's kind of like if Alabama comes knocking on your door, it's hard to hard to turn you know, Lou Saban down. But um, I did, and I chose to go to Northwestern, and I started the third game of my freshman year. Um, as a matter of fact, my parents saw me play that uh, that game. Uh, we played uh, played Michigan, Notre Dame. Third game was against uh, Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh, and. Um, <laughs> Long story there, but uh, when I went to Pitt, I can tell the story now because it's so, so long ago. <laughs> when I went to Pitt for the first time, I was recruited. I took a recruiting trip, and I told them, not so much. They said, what do you think? I said, not so much. I don't think I'm coming to Pitt. They said, if, we, if you come back, will you take a second trip with, with your girlfriend? Because my girlfriend wanted to go to school wherever I went. She went. To, uh, she wanted to go to Northwest on a full scholarship, actually. So I said, uh, okay. So we took a trip. It's against NC2A NT, regulations, but... Uh, they offered me to fly my parents to all my home games. They offered her full scholarship. They offered, um, what was it, uh, I mean, a expense account, a vehicle, a car. And I said, Pete, if you take this, they own you, okay? They, they literally own you. So I said, uh, <laughs> no, I can't come to Pitt. I can't come to Pitt. Because I wanted to be a dentist. And I was going to go to their dental school. I had a great dental school. Wow. And so, Love yeah, it. so they flew us us out there first class and uh you know had that kind of weekend put her in the, the hotel put me in the dorm with the fellas and you know it was a nice weekend but 
I was uh, street smart enough to know that, you know, you do something illegal like that, uh, you own, you know, they own you. Right. So right. I didn't do that. Good. So anyway, I wound up going to uh, Northwestern, and like I said, started in uh, started my, my freshman year, third game, and um, wound up staying for five years because I was going to graduate on time, but I hurt my knee in my junior year, so I took a redshirt year. What did you, uh, you do to it? Uh, it was a uh, medial collateral ligament. Uh, I stretched it out. I hadn't torn it. It wasn't a full time. Um, I eventually tore it in the pros. Um, but I stretched my medial collateral ligament, and um, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, the year that year that they uh, I did it, uh, we had played. We always started with uh, Michigan and, and Notre Dame. <laughs> I, I think it. Michigan beat us probably forty-five to nothing, and it did. Notre Dame game might have been worse in the second game. So they wanted me to come back that season. I said, I can't help this team. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm going to take my red shirt. Yeah, I'm not coming back for this. <laughs> well, back then they would. Yeah, back then they cut you when you had a, a if, if the, well, you had a stretch ligament, but when you did finally get it done, they cut you from the ankle to the top of the thigh back then. I mean, now, yeah, you, now you, you know, got a couple dots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, like, like now I have, a, I have about a six-inch scar on my knee. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then I had to wear a full, full cast, full leg cast. And um, there have been guys with the same injury. And like you said, there are a couple of dots. They, they yeah. do the surgery uh, with scopes, and, and uh, you know, they never have to put a, a hard cast on. You know, yeah. some, some guys can come back from knee surgery during the season. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. I know. My brother is the, he's actually the Memphis Grizzlies orthopedic surgeon. He's the chief of staff at Campbell's Clinic, has been for many years. And so I've gone into surgeries every once in a while. He doesn't let me go anymore because I'll, I always kind of question things. And he's going like, go get in the corner over there and, and, get away but but the funny thing was i wanted to you, you wanted to do the dentistry thing you know the music was what i wanted to do but i was going to college to do uh be an, go to optometry school so it didn't work okay. out for you you're not messing with anybody's teeth and i'm not messing with anybody's eyes and i i think that you would have been a lot better dentist than i would have been an eye doctor there's no doubt no, about no. that i can tell you that but no it's uh interesting though the difference in how they Orthopedic guys, I mean, they get you up and running. I mean, they it's crazy the difference in what they did when we were all growing up. The, yeah, you know, it is. You know, like they put a big old cast. They would never do that. I mean, you'd be no. up and at them and, and re, rehabbing a few days later. But, okay, so you're doing that. You take your fifth year. You know, my brother actually went to Notre Dame. My dad did. So there was a lot of uh, in my, my nephews and brother-in-laws. They all went to Notre Dame. So I was used to uh, watching uh, – you know them get upset at the TV uh, when things right. weren't going good for the Golden Domers. <laughs> so, right, right, you know, right. But but what? So you you come back your fifth year. Are you already sort of uh, what about All American status? Who's paying attention? You know. Yeah. Are, I, yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. I was. I was consensus All Big Ten uh, both years. My last two years, all big first team All Big Ten. Uh, I made a couple of honorable mention All All American teams. You know, basically because my team. Um, Record wasn't that good. <laughs> we sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that you know, um, right. They've come a long way since then. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald, the current head coach, has done a phenomenal job. Now they're competitive. They're competing sure. in bowl games and they're winning bowl games. So, right, they're good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different era, different era. But um, yeah, that was um, that was it. Uh, <laughs> some day, 
seat. Sometimes yeah. I have those moments. Have well, those I, moments what are you mind. talking about? Everybody's used to my show. They're always going, when's Steve going to go sideways? It's going to happen. <laughs> Pete, just get ready. No, you know, I'm thinking about, you look back, and and if you think about it, you you were a little bit of an underdog, right, not being on a winning team. How do you get noticed when you're not winning? Um, because I, Because my high school team was undefeated my senior year. And I was never, I never considered myself a loser. Um, and I always said, uh, I used to tell my teammates, I said, they can kick your, your butt, but they're not kicking my butt today. And, you know, I have a little, little stronger language, you know. Yeah, sure, um, sure. And so my whole thing was, you can beat everybody else, you're not beating me. You know what I mean? So Were you I was known as a hard hit, a really were, hard hitter. I was about to ask you that. Where there's a lot of speed and hitting hard. Yeah, yeah. I was say I was the hardest hitting defensive back in the Big Ten since Jack Tatum. So I wore wow. that. I wore that honor with pride. And then Jack is from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, and he went to Ohio State, and I went to Northwestern. So uh, to be compared to Jack, I was very proud. Today, not so much. I was about to ask you how how does it feel now? Is what I was about to ask you. <laughs> yeah, huh? All those you know, hits. <laughs> the hits, the hits. They they took their toll. They took their toll. I, you know. I got some aches and pains, but uh, yeah. we can we can hit like that today. You know the way we did back then. Um, yeah, we'd be broke. We weren't making enough to pay the fines uh, back then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's gotten so interesting now. I mean, if you're a quarterback, you can just you sort of got a bubble around you, like a, you're like almost like an iron gate around you. You cannot touch them. <laughs> <We're> exactly. Gonna, <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, we're gonna go into another break. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. I've got Pete Shaw on the line uh, and excited. Go to visit Mississippi.org. That's going to excite you, I promise. Pete, you get to play DJ. We are the birthplace of American music. Uh, in the spirit of your brother, Woody, one of the greatest ever. Let's see. Let's, do you want to hear Howlin' Wolf or Mississippi John Hurt into the break? <laughs> Mississippi John Hurt. You got it. You got it. Don't go nowhere, Pete Shaw. He is not quite as sideways as I am, and you guys know it. We'll be right back. <laughs> News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News on air and online. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers as well, mostly clear, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny and hot, high near 98. And for your Saturday, slight chances of rain with sunny and hot conditions, high near 98. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made 
state in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves is calling the updated CDC guidelines for fully vaccinated individuals politically motivated and says that it could have an adverse effect. If you are trying to increase the number of individuals who get vaccinated in our state, the worst thing you can possibly do is tell them, well, whether you get vaccinated or not, you're still going to have to do all the same things. It creates perverse incentives and it makes no sense whatsoever. It was wrong and quite frankly, it was foolish. Mississippi's vaccination rate remains among the lowest in the country, along with Alabama. And a former police officer in Meridian has pled guilty to using excessive force. The Justice Department says during a vehicle stop, Daniel Stark shoved the victim twice as he was getting handcuffed by another officer and then unlawfully used his taser against him, even though the victim was compliant and handcuffed. Starks faces 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. 
Trustmark. People you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I hope it's not too late. Pete Shaw, former NFL star, former All-American Northwestern University, where you actually have to study and uh, and do more than play football. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Take, you know, keep, you know, just make sure if you see somebody litter, just get their tag numbers and call it in. And say I did it because we got to keep our hallowed ground pristine as it can be. Go to visit Mississippi.org. So many wonderful things to do. Come visit down here and see the Jim Henson Museum, eight miles from my house. And maybe I'll take you to eat all of you guys to Jim's Cafe. Hey, Pete, let's get into. Uh, um, okay, so you get you take your fifth year. You go to the NFL. You know the drafts. You don't have the combine back then. So take me through your recruiting process. Uh, as far as recruiting, what I'm saying, your draft process, uh, you get agents, you get what happens. You're are you you're a smart guy? Are you your own agent? Are you and then you no, make your way. I, I was smart enough not to be my own agent, <laughs> but we we did have a lawyer, an attorney that had attended Northwestern, who had represented uh, two guys before me uh, that had been drafted in the third round um, a couple of years before me at by the Minnesota Vikings. So one was a wide receiver, one was a tight end. One guy named was Jim Last, the other was Steve Craig. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. so he was good enough to represent them. Um, you know, it was kind of automatic. So um, the, the the attorney name was Dick Lynn. He uh, represented me and another running back um, that came out the same year I did, and he, he started as a freshman as well. So um, yeah, we got the draft is a whole lot different back then than it is, than it is today. Um, yeah, I went to um, I sat around and waited by the telephone and for a while then. Uh, it didn't ring. I was pretty disappointed. And by the time the third round was over, I hadn't gone. So mm-hmm. I went to chemistry class. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, my I don't know where I was. I must have been in my girlfriend's room or something. But my roommate called and said, that I, he said the Chargers called you. Wow. So, yeah, he said, uh, he said they want you to call him back. I said, okay. <laughs> they want you to call him back. So I wasn't, well, come on. <laughs> I wasn't even excited, Steve. I was disappointed. Yeah, well, I, I, I get it. I get it. A little chip on your shoulder when you decide. And, and then, right, go ahead and answer that. I'm sorry. No, there was. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought I should have gone sooner, you know. But, hey, you know, um, now I look back and I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, you're but not. I had to have that kind of uh, chip on my shoulder to, to play the way I did, to play yeah. how I did, you know. Uh, so, I got I played in a couple of All-Star games, you know, in the in the off season. I mean, we after the season ended. Right, to go do the uh-huh. – back in the whole yeah. days when they had those all-star games, yeah. When they still yeah, – I guess exactly. they still do. But but a lot of kids – a lot of kids now are leaving and they're not playing – they're not even playing in their bowl games. I mean, what do you think about that? Because they don't want to get hurt and they want to get themselves ready for the combine. I mean, I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, it's a business now, Steve. It's, it's not – I mean, we were making, you know, my first salary was $25,000. 
you know. It's still relevant relevant with the times because I don't understand how people could even live off of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, yeah. it's absurd, but I do know what you're saying. It was almost like, did you have to have another job on the right. side? Well, I did. <laughs> I, worked, I worked in the off seasons when I was a, a professional athlete. I mean, it was obviously uh, not just for, for money, but it was for experience and um you know, because I always knew I wasn't going to play football forever. It was life after football. Mm-hmm. I knew it was life after football. So um, that was one of the reasons I worked in the offseason. But it, the supplemental income did help. Okay, you're talking you supplemental know? income, but what were you doing to be able to stay in shape? How were you, you know, what was your regiment during the day? What would you do? The, the regiment was um, running uh, after work, um, you know, running with guys, uh, other former players. Uh, that lived in the in the neighborhood. We had kids from San Diego State. Uh, a couple guys came back from different different cities or different teams, and we'd all work out together. So, but it wasn't it wasn't like it is today, where they pay the guys to work out at the facility. Yeah, you know, you yeah. you get uh, you get compensated for working. I wouldn't have had a, I wouldn't have taken a um, an off season job had I had that kind of setup. What kind of workout? I mean, as far as weight training, was that a big deal back then as well for you guys? You know, for some guys it was. It wasn't, it wasn't as um, prevalent as it is today. I mean, we used to think that making, uh, throwing, using too many weights would make you slow or stiff or, um, you know, not flexible. Um, but then as time went on, you know, weight training was essential to what, uh, what guys were doing in their training. But we didn't do as much weight. Uh, there were some guys that were, were really big into them. Um, but I wasn't, you know, because um, we didn't have a great weight program at Northwestern. Um, unlike at Nebraska, where weights have always been part of their their, their mm-hmm. training, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, probably schools like Ohio State. Uh, right. We didn't do that. You know, I was at a private school that you know most of the guys were glad when football season was over. You know. So um, was your body sort of. Uh naturally designed for it i mean looking back you know some people have to work at it and all that but you did did you sort of were you gifted in that regard yeah yeah i you know i was a muscular little guy i couldn't even play um pop warner when i was a kid because i was too heavy um yeah yeah you know not fat but just too thick you know that was good for those kids you'd have killed everybody i mean i remember playing those YMC days <laughs> i had one I, you listen it's so funny you bring this up you talk about how hard you hit i was a tailback and 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 I was an overachiever, and then I became an underachiever. But as as a as a sixth grader, we had this a buddy of mine, and I was talking to him recently. And his nephew's playing at Mississippi State now. But uh, he was a small guy, but he played defensive end, and it, he was on my team. Thank goodness. But the problem was we had to scrimmage all the time, and every time they'd call the play to go to his side, I said, "I just say, Coach, please let me." You know, because they were in the huddle. Can I go to the other right. side? He was because he hit you so hard. I mean, it's, you could you could not only feel it as a as somebody getting hit, but you could hear it. And he would always talk about back in the day when I didn't understand, you know, hitting through the player. Well, he'd hit more than through me. He'd take me it'd take my breath away. When you were hitting back then, what was your mindset like as far as being able to deliver a blow like that? I mean, what is it? What is it? What does it take? Well, well, you know what, um, Mike. My head, my coach in high school taught us that basically put our heads between the throat and the numbers um, and wrap up. So we used our helmets as uh, battering rams. Um, 
And that was where I, I aimed every time I tried to hit somebody. I tried to run straight, straight through their throat, basically, or their, their, their chest. And, um, you know, consequently, um, you know, you, you big hits. Yeah. But, you know, you, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd be a little squirrely, and so would the guy <laughs> you knew you hit, <laughs> you know, after the hit. But uh, that was the way I was taught to tackle. Yeah. You know, and that was the way I delivered the big hits when I was in college. Okay, you did that, but when did it become the spear and using the helmet and all that? I mean, when did all that happen? Because I well, it was were you guys doing that? It happened. Yeah, we were you were using the helmet. Uh, like I thought, I was taught in high school to use a helmet. You know, so that's nineteen uh, when I first went to high school, nineteen sixty-eight. You know, my coach taught us how to when we man, block, man. you put your face in his uh, in his numbers and under his chin, and when you tackle, you wrapped up and went through his uh, you know through his throat basically with the face mask. Yeah. You know? mm. And we were we were pretty vicious. <laughs> wow. So big hit. so you get to San Diego and you you got a new team and this is where and you're still in San Diego, right? Isn't that where you live? I'm still in. Absolutely. Absolutely. You fell in love. I get yeah, it. I got here. I got here and I went to a uh, the rookies to a, a luncheon to introduce us all. And I'm sitting on riding on the bus from the hotel. And we go to a park. There's a park called Balboa Park in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the the park. But it's all uh, trees and it's all green, and I saw all these big palm trees and big beautiful trees and all this greenery and flowers. I said, I'm never leaving here. <laughs> I said, I don't care if I don't make this football team. I'm not leaving San Diego, <laughs> and so consequently, I've been uh, a resident since 1977. You know. Wow. And so even when you go play for the Giants, that's the end of your career. You just you keep your home in San Diego. Absolutely, yeah. Um, my family stayed back here in San Diego while I was in uh, New York because uh, I had uh, my last son. He was pretty young. Um, so the family stayed back here, and I went back to New York. And basically, I um, I lived with my, 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 my parents. <laughs> I paid my mother rent. Hmm. You know, basically, I was never there. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get it. I know. Uh, I know. I was never there, so. Well, so, but, uh, okay, so take... What about like? Were you in the air? Was it the Air Coriel days? Who was Fouts? Was it Winslow? Who was there with you? Okay, so you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, such a fun yeah, team to in, watch. Yeah, the Epic in Miami. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was. I played with Dan Fouts, Kellen Winslow, Charlie Joyner, Wes Chandler, who you might know from Louisiana. So down good. There, um, so good. Florida. Yeah. And, uh, John Jefferson and Big Louis Kelcher, um, Gary Big Hands Johnson, Mean Fred Dean. Um, let's see, Woody Lowe. Yeah, we had some. I played with some Chuck Muncie, James Brooks. Chuck Muncie, wow. There. Yeah, um, we had some really good teams. We won three FC division championships in a row. I know. And went to two two AFC championship games and came up short both times. Uh, played in 59 below zero weather for one championship, and <laughs> I came away with second degree frostbite on both my big toes. Are you serious? Yeah. Seriously, wow. my, my feet are cold. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm serious. <laughs> you, no you're not going back to Jersey in the winter. I can tell you, that ain't happening. <laughs> you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio as always. I'm Steve Azar. Don't go nowhere. Go to visitmississippi.org if you're gonna go somewhere. I'll be right back. I'm still trying to find hey, folks, it's Steve Azar. And my friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. 
tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Guys, if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating or you've been married for decades, we've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein. I'm Rachel. And I'm Corey Ravenstein with 10 times the diamonds, engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best price in the state. We have the perfect diamond to express the will of your heart. No other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size, shape, and price range than Junikers. So whether you're looking for your first engagement ring or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford, if you found the love of your life, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Because she's a keeper. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
The Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit and corporate businesses, education, community and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonline.com slash HH21. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rocking down a Mississippi Minute. All 61 of them, just go with it. My brother Joe says that. I'm with Pete Shaw, former NFL New York Giants. You, how long did you play in the NFL, and then where did you go? What did you do afterwards? I played eight years. I played five in San Diego and three in New York. Um, and my career got cut short because I became uh, good friends with one of the greatest defensive players in NFL history, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And if you know the Lawrence Taylor story, you know that she likes to stay out late. So we stayed out late too many times. Wow. So, so you got you cut it short on it was self inflicted. It was self inflicted. I I'm old enough and mature enough today to Sure. To admit it. To admit it. And then they went on the next year and won a Super Bowl without Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well now Corey, we know Corey Miller's been a friend for many years and uh he obviously you guys spent some time together. He was next to L T. Um Right. Uh, but he, he was calling you guys the older guys. I said, Corey, you're going to get in trouble. But then I'm going looking at Corey. I'm going like, man, well, I guess you could say whatever you want. <laughs> so, he's a big – is he not a big – is he a big man or what? <laughs> like, oh, my he is, gosh. He's ginormous right now. He oh, is. my gosh. I, I'm, I kept telling him how big he was. Wow, man. And then looking at Greg Lloyd, and I, I thought Greg was about 35, 40 pounds heavier, and he said 225 is where he's always lived. And, right. And – I'm just thinking, I said, man, I just, but I got to tell you, you and Greg and Dwight, you guys have stayed in really great shape. Like, thank you. I mean, so was that a challenge for you when you did, when football ended and you got your mind straight and your heart and your soul and your body and you go, okay, what did you do after that? And how did you maintain looking good and feeling good, especially with what you were going to have to endure? And that is surviving all those hits and the aftermath of it all. Yeah, well, Greg was a martial artist, so he always did martial arts. Um, Dwight and I, it was, you know, more so that, you know, working out became popular. You remember that era, the 80s, the late 80s and yeah. 90s, you know, um, going to fitness clubs. That was the boom of fitness clubs back then. You know, before that, it was Gold's Gym and all uh, the fitness clubs, so... We did some of that, you know, raising kids, because I had uh, three boys. I have three sons. And with uh, Wells Fargo Advisors for the last uh, 15 years, 15 years now. You're and, seeing uh, a big resurgence with kids now. And my kids, my one's about to head to med school. He loves messing around and day trading. I mean, a lot of his friends are doing it. So it's interesting with everything going on, you know, and obviously there's been uh, there's been a lot. Uh, right. Uh, and, and so... It's like a, it's like the new sport for him. It's the hot topic. Man. Yeah, it's a hot thing to do. I know it is. Really it really is. And uh, you know, it's, the toughest people for me to deal with have been the, the millennials. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they, they want everything for free, and they think they can do everything themselves. <laughs> I love it. You know? I love it. I love. Well, the good thing about my show is that a lot of those millennials aren't listening, but everybody else our age is. So, so anyway, they'd be all right. They'd be all right. We all have our kids, and we have we. But it's been a blessing. Well, here's the deal. I was pretty close to asking you. Well, when I asked you earlier about were you your own agent, look at that. I was, uh, you know, I was just forecasting yeah, into the close. future. I was forecasting. Yeah. <laughs> forecasting. You know, it's part of the deal, part of my magic my magic wand here. Well, the magic wand is over. I'm going to let you go play golf. I heard you get in your car, and I know there's clubs in the back. I guarantee it. And, uh, oh, they're in, they're in the trunk. <laughs> well, hey, Pete, send love to Kari. Gwen sends love. Thank you so much. Pete Shaw, former NFL great, Northwestern University great. And uh, he is now uh, forever ingrained in the Delta Soul family. We appreciate him so much and his wife, Kari. Looking forward to seeing you guys soon. You've been in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. The beautiful pal, Pete Shaw. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out what you're going to do, and then we'll go visit Pete in San Diego. Hey, Pete, thank you so much, buddy. <laughs> thank you, Stevie. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate Later. it, buddy. Thank Be you. well. Bless you. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying to find hey folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap and go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. You can hear the show Saturday afternoons 1 until 3 right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gary Klein and Kelly Jordan are our pros from the Bassmaster Elite Series. Mr. Whitetail Larry Wysoon takes care of all of our big game needs. Plus, Tom Dockin and Ronnie Smith will help you build a better bird dog. Not to mention the fact that we just have a whole heck of a lot of fun with a lot of great guests. I hope you'll be a regular. Hey, we'll see you in the camp house this Saturday at 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.